Forward Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know the reason I'm playing this song? Because yesterday was the five-year anniversary of SpaceX Falcon Heavy launch. You know, the one where they re-landed the two boosters and they sent a Tesla into space. <laughs> and I'm such a space geek and I love David Bowie. David Bowie's 1A for me after Alice. He's so creative. And I uh, hope you're doing well, man. Let's see, if, uh, let's see if we can get David to sing some words here. Yeah, man, I remember things. Songs. Ground control. Oh no, don't say it's true. I hate rumors. Rumors make me sad. Who's the action man? Whatever. Are you happy, man? I hope you're happy. It's February. Right? Getting closer to the seasons. Oh, sorted details. Yeah, what's what we're looking for here? Come on, behind the scenes. Yeah, man. I ain't got no money. I'm sorry, I just love this, dude. So cool. This is from the trilogy of uh, the Major Tom, the second tune. Yeah, man. What is it? We gotta. All right, this is gonna go a little long. I gotta. I gotta make David go away. Major Tom being a junkie. Living an old hey man, just love that tune. Rest in peace, David. Thank you for everything. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Val. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That'll be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams. And and a couple of uh, topics abroad today. This could be a really good show. I think you're going to like it. Not only because of the topics, I think the conversation is going to be wonderful with me and Joey. We have a special guest today, somebody we have been waiting to hear from for a long time, Lance McGarvey, my pal, and and a wonderful guy, uh, decided uh, to uh, jump in here for uh, a little bit and just to catch up. And and I was really happy to have that happen. Um, Hopefully you're doing well uh in this uh it's february man the seasons start very soon some rosters are out and or not rosters but schedules are out and uh i guess rosters are out too anyway uh we are on podbean itunes amazon and spotify please like subscribe and share share the love man it's great to be back doing these shows anyway here we go five tings That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in USL slash NWSL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this, so yo, should feel special. Number five, say cheese. Look, we don't do politics here. You could be an R, a D, I don't give a shit. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. But I'm telling you what, spy satellite on a balloon? I can't even say that with a straight face. I mean, how 1950s do we have to get here? Remember that show? Was it F Troop? It is balloon. And then they shot it down over the ocean. <laughs> it doesn't matter, folks. I'll tell you what. If, if you have TikTok, the CCP's already got your smiling face. Anyway, here we go. Number four, marching out. Jesse Marsh out at Leeds, man. Kind of a bummer. It was nice to have a U.S. coach over there. There was a lot of excitement there. Three U.S. players now. Three. Uh, on on lead so it's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out 
Um, you know, he's a good coach. And then what are the ramifications for the U.S. Uh, men's national team? I wonder if he's going to be in uh, in the running there, right? Number three, Wrexham or Wrexham. What do I mean by that? Look, it's a great story. Everybody loves it. You've got a couple of stars. I mean, I'm a huge Deadpool fan. He's my favorite Marvel character. And having Ryan Reynolds being part owner of that team, it's a wonderful story, fifth division, blah, blah, blah. But there's another side to this. It's not all roses and fun and glamorous. We're going to talk about that with Joey. I hope you stick around uh, to check that out. Number two, scrub a dub flub like we were just talking about the U.S. team. They're cleaning the house, man. <laughs> People are just, they're just falling out the rafters. And I got no problem with that. It's time to retool this whole deal. Time to retool. Let's get some outsiders in here. Let's get a fresh perspective on how we're going to do soccer in this country, not just with the national team. Uh, we'll talk about that. But so far, so good. Number one. It's both racing and lucidity. Very intrigued by racing now with some of the roster moves they've made. Really, really intriguing stuff. Looking forward to it. And then, of course, Loose City's off to a great start in, in their preseason. Two draws against uh, uh, MLS teams and, and, and a nice win uh, yesterday where, uh, what well, was actually was back in Nashville where my guy, Jorge Gonzalez, I'm calling it, okay, I'm calling it Team MVP. <laughs> Jorge Gonzalez will be the team MVP this year. I am on that bus. Team España. Go get him, Jorge. But they're off to a great start. And, it, you know, you know, I feel better about the women's team now. And, and you know, guys are off. Hey, you know what? Everything's going so well. You know what I need to do? Stop talking. Kick my feet up. Take a break. And then get excited for the season again. Aren't you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, there we go, man. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that five team. This is for you, Jorge. Olay. Olay. <laughs> He's going to be the team MVP. Joey, can't wait to talk about that. Anyway, here you go. Going to get into it with Joey Cecil. Ladies and gentlemen, episode number 59 with the ailing Joey Cecil. <laughs> Joey, how are you? Is this a fever dream? <laughs> is this real? Yeah, yeah man. You are right? What's going on? Sin sinuses. Louisville. I, I hear you. Things pal. of that nature. You know, I had that sinus infection thing at the beginning of January. It's not fun. Well, it's just like yesterday when I had my when I went to my doctor. I went to my doctor for a completely different thing. Right. And I just said, while I'm here, let's get this checked out. The COVID flu came back negative. Negative, and I go, then what is it then? Right, 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 right. That's not that comforting. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you just hear if you hear a loud noise in the background, it's probably just me passing, passing out, out. And <laughs> over everything in my general vicinity. Wait a half hour to call the medics. I have a DNR. No, uh, <laughs> we just want to make sure there's no mix-ups. Uh, you'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. So, speaking, yeah, man, do it. Speaking of fine. Mm -hmm. um, so first thing I want to mention in terms of just Louisville roundup is Josh mm -hmm. Winder. A couple interesting things. Reportedly, Benfica are going to bid a record fee for him. Yeah, man. But he's also signed a revised contract that, quote, extends mm -hmm. through 2025. Mm -hmm. So I go... Why did what what what's with the parentheses? Yeah, I I don't know that either, man. I I was one of the things I was wondering about Joey. I don't know if you know about any of this. Like, if if you have a, a bigger contract with your with the local club, what the what's the impact on your value? Sure. Does that make sense? Sure. I mean, I, and I, I have it no, does. it does. I have no answer. I have no idea what the answer to that is. And you know what? Mm -hmm. This could be. This could be them getting their ducks in a row after they had the rugs swept out from underneath them with Jonathan Gomez. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's true. You know? Mm -hmm. So, so you know, we had that happen. Uh, Danny Cruz said, 
mm-hmm. uh, the top of his shopping list right now is a third goalkeeper yeah. and some depth at center back. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we will be losing Josh probably at some point. Right. Not probably, at some point. At some point. Um, great news. The team has announced they will host their first international friendly. Yeah, man, that is very cool. June 21st, first FC K- Kaiser Slaughter. Yeah. I'm going to guess I said that. I think Kaiser that's Slaughter. Right. I, all I know is I that. I think I just insulted them. That's my birthday party because I'm, I'm I'm the 20th. So people can go to that game and buy me things. <laughs> well, we, Joe, we've tried that before. It doesn't work. Yeah, remember? right. That's <laughs> true. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I hear that. Well, except to me. I mean, I can't believe you're I'm past, still here. You're past the bit. You're past the monumental numbers. Now you're just in the big numbers. Yeah, I hear you, man. The numbers go up. The sun, that sunset just keeps growing in my face. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're a second division German club, yeah, so that, that'll be nice to kind of you know break that open. Very interesting. Uh, preseason so far, mm-hmm. they were nil-nil with Nashville. Yeah, man. 2-2 versus SKC. Sporting mm-hmm. Kansas City with goals by Wilson and Jorge. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. You ready? Team MVP, Jorge Gonzalez. There you go, man. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> what was that? Come on, man. Yeah, good good, good, good luck with that. I'll, I'll play for you. I think you're going to need a lot more well, than just a good, a great I'm gonna, goal. I'm going to get you on this bus, man. You watch. <laughs> as long as the bus has antibiotics. Antibiotics, maybe a beer. And phonase. <laughs> I'll go on any bus right now. I hear you, man. Uh, there wasn't that was a hell of a goal. I didn't mean goal. to jump on you that, by the way. That was a hell of no, a goal. No, it was a great goal. Unbelievable. But mm-hmm. it's it's that is the conundrum that is Jorge. Yeah, I hear you, man. He has those moments, and then he'll have 85 minutes Joey, of pure. Joey, Jorge was in this game? Joey, that was that is the conundrum that was Jorge. He's here, man. Team MVP. I'm ready. Before we get to the next game where Jorge's name wasn't on the score sheet. Okay. So consistency. Yeah, man. Uh, the assist on Wilson's goal came from an academy Lexington yes. forward, Isaac Cano. That is so cool. And that's at a spot we could use some young blood. Better believe Wilson it. Bears. Yes, sir. Uh, then yesterday they won 3 nothing over Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, goals from Ownby, Owen Dam, and uh, Lance's new favorite, Rasmus Tellison. Yeah, man. Um, just great to see Ownby on the score sheet because there have been some questions about him playing this preseason. Right. And kind of him coaching more than playing and things like that. And just mm-hmm. let's silence some of those. He's yep. still going to be one of our most dynamic attackers and a key part of our attack. But if he can start mm-hmm. taking some responsibility off his shoulders, all the better. Right. But, dude, I still, unless somebody else steps up and proves it, be it Serrano mm-hmm. or whoever, we don't win a title unless he's healthy. I'm sorry. Correct. Just, we don't. No, correct. Um, that's all I had on Louisville City. Just some tidbits they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else before we launch into some in, some more racing roster news? It's a great start. They're off to a great start. Everything yeah. there's there's nothing going on. I, I um there's nothing going on that you can sit there going oh wow bummer. But I mean you know three yeah. apparently very solid performances and and Danny seems to be very happy with everything. So it's you yeah. know look you can't ask and, for much more than that this time of year. And once again a Jorge Wonder goal. Who's that now? It's going to be the MVP. Have, I'm going. I am going to create. I am going to create a ticker over in Scott's house for Jorge's good games versus Jorge's bad games. No. By the end of the season, let's compare. I used to do that for Magnus. Oh man! 
We had that for Magnus's moments within games. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, like, like he'd go in for a tackle and yeah. look completely like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, flip over the <laughs> flip over, flip over the bad part. <laughs> then he'd score a banger. Be like, all right, flip over the good. Right, 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 right. They right. equal out the same. Yeah, but man, it's a good start. Um, I think we're off to a good start. It is. Yeah. So that's um, cool. And, and like you said, I like that Danny still hinted there's more out there to right. go get. Right, right, right. Um, so then we get to racing. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the big news, uh, Paige Monahan signed a three-year yes. deal. Just saw that uh, tonight. Good news that we got her in the trade and we're going to lock her down. Yes, sir. So it'll be interesting to see where she lines up because apparently we are just going to throw every attacker <laughs> at the world. Because the key is, if you sign every attacker, no one else can. Here comes that 2 I see the genius. <laughs> Um, racing gets Nigerian forward mm-hmm. Uchina Kanu. Kanu, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess again. I am not the pronunciation guy. I tried mm-hmm. from Tigres. Uh, and in the deal, we loaned Riley Parker, who we drafted this year, too. Right, right. Uh, Kanu is the first non American mm-hmm. to go from Liga MX Feminel mm-hmm. to the NWSL. Right. Uh, so apparently, again, we are, our strategy is no one else can score goals if we collect all of all the, the forwards in the world. <laughs> I, figured, I see the genius behind this. Dude, I figure we're going to play like a 2-2-6, two, two, right? I go 1-3-6. <laughs> fuck it. Just embrace it. Just and, embrace and up front, it. we're not going to call them forwards. We're going to call them center, left tackle, right tackle. <laughs> just, just, the problem's going to be you got to have the ball at some point. Yeah, man, I hear you. But hey. um, I'm just I'm just very intrigued if we still don't have a lot of depth along the back line. No, we don't. Um, and also kind of in that midfield too. Well, it's just you know it's 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 intriguing. I am really intrigued with 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 this with this new you know set of of players, and I'm just so curious about what kind of formation and what they're going to put out there. I just because that's what we're doing right. We're making jokes, but everything you just made is but valid. Seriously. We're seriously, like, you know, we do, we've it, added. It's like he's a mad scientist of he's sorts. Really, we'll see you what know? happens. He's in the he's in the Seven Eleven kitchen department, going. Right. I'm going to put hot dogs in the shape of hamburgers, hamburgers in the shape of hot dogs. Nothing <laughs> will make sense anymore. Uh, that's a that's a joke from Kyle Kinane, comedian. I can't mm-hmm. take credit for that, but he's got a very mad scientist feel right now. It does. I mean, I, I want to break the news to him. Chelsea already tried this when they went after every attacking midfielder in the world for a couple yeah. years. Yeah, really. Um, I want to break the news to him. It didn't go well. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, man. I, I you know, um, I, at least there's some interest, dude. I, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just, oh yeah, it's very. I'm very. It, I, I went from not curious to like, and I appreciate that. Right. It's I'm kind of curious to kind of like pretty intrigued now. This is it's a pretty I, interesting. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> I'm very intrigued, but it's kind of like a a gate at a zoo that's about to be broken open. Right, and I, and I'm kind of like um, is this going to be a fun show or is this mm, going to be a nightmare? Right, and and then. You know, you start to wonder about a couple of players, you know, um, that that we counted on last year. Obviously, you know, Fox is gone. But, the, yeah. you know, yeah. you're wondering, how does Nadia fit into this? You know, if yeah. Nadia is if she's fit and healthy, that makes it even crazier. Because oh, yeah. of all of the attacking, you know, the, one of the things I'm assuming is that maybe they're thinking maybe she can't play. I, that's complete speculation. What the hell do I know? No, no, no. no. And, and it's valid with mm-hmm. how many forwards they brought in. Right. Right, 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 right. You know, that's not mm-hmm. just that's not just a shotgun approach at this point, like we said in the draft. Right. And, and this is not just college players jumping to the pro level. Mm-hmm. You're going out and getting pro level players. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Um, you're not just getting people who are going to be okay with sitting the bench and getting 15, nope. 20 minutes. Oh, here gosh, no. Gosh, no. So it's going to be interesting because he's going to have to balance this. Right. Uh, and we're going to try to figure out what kind of form formation and numbers. Joe, I was told going mm-hmm. into this, there'd be no math. 
<laughs> I was a history major. We memorized dates. Yeah, right. right, right. Um, math does not add up. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, speaking of racing, they announced for preseason that we playing the Washington Spirit, yeah, Chicago man. Red Stars, and the U of L Women. Yeah, as man. Part of their preseason slate because mm-hmm. it still confuses me how the Challenge Cup is not preseason but not part of the part season. Season, right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah, and it, I don't convinced look on my face. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I it, well, I'm I'm really wondering how the the you know the the She Believes Cup, right? I'm wondering how all of that fits into this because you know it's well, so expanded, right? World Cup and World Cup, the World year. Cup year, and we're in a, such a strange cycle with with yeah. you know, international players coming in and out. One of the things that I had noted here is Chidiak's role this year, yeah. and, and with all of, with all of the attacking players that you know, and, and how positive a player she was last year. I wonder how much of that they're relying on and does she become more of a a centered defending type player i mean because i i mean i could see that possibly happening well there's gonna there's gonna have to be some shifting right i i I don't you you can't keep all the roles the way they were last year that's for sure just that i mean let's go let's Mm -hmm. get my laptop open let me see here (laughs) go go to the racing mobile website real quick right 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 um and look at this roster to see who they list where I'll tell you one person who's not on that team. Hmm? You know who's not on that team? Who? Louisville City's upcoming MVP, Jorge Gonzalez. I really wish my fever would knock me out. So you look under our midfielders. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of attack. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. You got, you got uh, Borges. Yep. Who we've kind of no. said is more of a box to box, but mm-hmm. more of a attacker. Right, right, right. right. You got Schwong, yep. who we saw wants to play more at the top of the formation, mm-hmm. um, and then you got Hal and De- and Demello, Demello wants to be more forward. Right. right. You know. So and then we got under defenders. You've got. Or two. Or you got Ellie from yep. Finland. Yep. They put Monahan. They list Monahan as a defender. Oh. Okay. Um, um, she can play wingback type. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's ticket. Maybe that's a first say. Well, she's not Holloway. Yeah, our center backs still terrify me in my sleep. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that. Um, speaking of the She Believes Cup, yeah, uh, roster came out for that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my official take was no racing, no give a shit. Right, right, right. Um, that's what I was wondering. I didn't know how. It doesn't, well, I guess it doesn't impact us. And I said, I just mentioned I was wondering, worried about it, but I guess not. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Sophia Smith, reigning league MVP, not on the roster. She's still recovering from a foot injury. Mm-hmm. Just the notes, some of the notes I skimmed, Rapino can get to 200 caps with three appearances mm-hmm. just in the group stage where they will be playing three World Cup teams, wow. Japan, yeah. Brazil, and Canada. Wow. <laughs> I didn't so know the, I didn't know the teams. That's, that's, a, Cup, that's for yeah, real. She Believes Cup has always been high-powered teams. It's never been like, right. all right, come here, Falkland. Oh, I don't want to say Falklands Islands. They, they, they don't take things well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, history major. Yeah. I need to drop that in every now and then. Well, you're not British, so you're okay. <laughs> um, my name's not Margaret Thatcher either. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, the, yeah, it's never lightweights. They always mm-hmm. bring in the heavy artillery for this. I went to one of the earlier She Believes Cup in Nashville, and it was USA women versus uh, France, and the next game was England versus Germany. Right. So they always bring in the the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of women's soccer, the uh, Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. has said the NWSL is in talks to expand the league to yeah, possibly man. three more locations. Hear that. Boston, Utah, and San Francisco. And mm-hmm. at a time where we're talking about players' rights and things of that nature, right. 
we want to go to Utah. Well, you know, they had the team there that, that drew so well. Yeah, you know, well, there's not much else to do in Utah. Right, well, that's you know, Salt Lake City is, is you know, a bit of a refuge from the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, they, they drew pretty damn well, you know, before they sort of, what, they, I don't know if they disbanded or they, when they moved, didn't they? I think and, they did. Yeah, and so I could see that. The San Francisco thing I could see as well. The Boston thing's interesting because they had a team there and and it, and it folded. So I, you know, you know, it's a new time. So you know, but side was, note: the, the Utah Royals became the Kansas City Current. All right, so they did move to Kansas City. So that was the franchise they did. move, right? Yes. Side note: right. So, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm not mad at the team at the league growing, but at the same time, right. you can't have you can't have a, a sacrifice in quality for an increase in quantity. Well, and that's part of the other thing, Joe. I talked about this with Mike last week. You know, you got this USL Division One starting to pop up pretty soon, and yeah. the what, what level of how much of these two leagues going to compete for players? And I'm wondering if these three three new franchises are not being driven a little quicker than they need to be because of the new league. Because yeah. if if they are of equal if the if the um, if the salaries are of equal value, they're going to fight. They're going to fight for um, you know they're going to fight for players. No different than the uh, NFL AFL way 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 back in the day and. Sure. Oh, it's going to be sure. the same deal. And I'm wondering how much, I mean, it's great to have more. Look, we're going to have 200 more professional women players. That's the greatest thing in the world, if not more, right? Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. But the, if they they start getting into a a, a fight over uh, over money, I hope they're ready for it because they're going to have to pay it. You know, so, but, but it's great. It's great oh, yeah. to have this kind of contest between, you know, this kind of competition. I shouldn't call it contest. But, you know, oh, hope, hope, it yeah, it is. I guess it's the same thing. It's just, to me, um, you know, just you want to compete for the players and, and it will drive the salaries up, so good for them, and that's what we want to see. Also, news came out. Um, USA to be one of the hosts for the 2024 Copa America. Yeah, man. Great news. Great news in bringing that back to the States. Yeah, man. Let's get, get rid of that other one. Whatever. What's, the, what's that? The, the Nations Cup? The Gold Cup. Well, not the, Cup, the Nations Cup. Don't yeah, they do something. Nations about, League. No, no, Nations League. Nations is a FIFA League. Thing. Oh, okay, okay. Nations okay. League is a FIFA thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pay sure. Attention. Because 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 UEFA has that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a FIFA thing. Right, man. And I think we lot. do the Gold Cup. That's just like a Concacaf. That is a lot of tournaments, bro. <laughs> yes, it is. Jesus. Um, and speaking of USA and soccer and got the everything too, else, mm-hmm. huh? Got the Olympics coming up pretty soon, don't we? Oh, that's not next year, though, is it? Um. Ernie Stewart has left his position at USA Soccer to take a job with PSV. Cleaning house, man. Seems that seems the case. Um, how do we clear it of the Reinas too? Yeah, man. Because they seem to be the only ones going without any clearance. Well, I mean, he he got but he got demoted at Austin, so you know he's no longer he no longer has the same position, and we're not sure about Burhalter. We already know the McBride yeah. split, and, and it's just please just scrub a dub dub, man. Let's get this thing cleaned yeah. up. Start over. That's how I feel. I mean, I, I just, well, you know, I mean, we, you know, unless we unless we dig years of, of of wondering if we're okay enough just to get out of the frigging group stage with the amount of talent that this team's going to have, I, you know, that's I, true. Well, there were some rumors this week over who could take over that talent. Yeah, man. With Jesse Marsh being yeah. let go as the manager of Leeds, mm, very is very interesting. Um, you know, they were seventeenth, so they're yeah. just above the relegation zone. Yeah, right above Everton. Jesus. Christ. Um, <laughs> what a but again, it's another American. You know, I think he had a year and a half there. Right. You know, not a very long shelf life for American managers overseas. Right, right, right. Uh, he is. He and he instantly went on the short list. Yep. 
And I'm still of the opinion I want someone outside of this cauldron. Right, right. I'm you about. Mm-hmm. I think I think Marsh is a better option than Burhalter. Oh yeah, no, so but, but to me, it's you know, it's it's two menu items on, on the same sheet. Yeah, you know, the only thing we can give Marsh is, <clears throat> you know, his experience outside of the U.S. sphere. Once he got out of the, you know, he was part of the Red Bull system, obviously, mm-hmm. and he did, you know, obviously he was at you know, over in Jersey. But the thing is, is that the culture was dominated by what was going on in Leipzig. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you, you you wonder within that whole framework, maybe he's, you know, he's, he's in, but he's out. And then he disappeared for a couple of years. So, I would, you know, I'm 66% no, 33% yes with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd rather he's oh, not, yeah. the, I'd rather he's not. I would yeah. rather he's not as opposed I'm to the same way as opposed to Burhalter where I'm like 90, 10, you know, I was never 90. You'd rather have him back. No, 90. I'd rather he okay. doesn't come okay. back. Right, 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 gotcha. right. You know, and, and, and again, I'm still of the opinion. I don't think he can. No, I not don't with, see how he comes back. Not with Geo in that situation. And no. that's a kid that's got to be part of this, right. this, this system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's a way. And that's the thing with Marsh too. He's dealt with having been part of three different teams over there coaching three different teams part of that system two of them in europe with salzburg too he knows how to he's been exposed to all of that ego you know he's been exposed to 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 the contests that these players have to fight (laughs) on a daily basis just to get playing time you know is is that you know did did burt was burhalter exposed to the same type of stuff with columbus come on come on you know what i mean it's fair it's fair you know and, and and i'm wondering you know maybe that's why I would be more okay with him, but I'd rather he wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? I'd rather they no, I get you. start over. Just get somebody, just get start over, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, the problem is you got to clean out more of the house than Yo, just McBride you know, and Stewart. There's still more to do. And the, and the biggest thing that has to happen is there's got to be more separation between the Fed and MLS. And there's been some, yeah. but, you know, hopefully there's a little bit more. And get those leagues just separated. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't really know any other setup that does that. No, you know, no, there's none. Um, <laughs> maybe so, maybe Australia that. or something, but I doubt it. I mean, just you know, nobody's super successful. That's for sure. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why um, why mimic what why why mimic what works when we can you know do what we do or something? I don't know. Just what I'm done with that. So speaking <laughs> of, of super successful clubs and things that you don't want to mimic is Manchester City. Yeah, man. Came up in the news this week for over 100 breaches Jeez of financial rules within the EPL. It's crazy. Um, over a four-year investigation. Yep, yep. Now, I think they admit the, the investigation took four years. It was much longer oh, than yeah. the four-year window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I say this. Hit them the hardest possible. If financial fair play is going to be a real thing, yeah. there's got to be an example. I, I totally agree, man. I totally agree. You this know. goes back to 2009. The first well, we've all kind of said that the way they were just seven, throwing yeah, right, money, right, right? You know, the the transfer fees they were they just, were they were racking up. Joey, these these oil barons over there in the Middle East, and I'm not knocking this or that or the other. I'm just saying the the, the point is is these folks have an unbelievable reservoir of money. I oh, mean, yeah. this is the kind of money they have make Bezos and 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 Musk look like you know. They just got out of college. And, and to an extent, they also think they're untouchable. Right, right. Well, they, they kind of are in their countries. They are. And, and they no, don't, no, they but, don't, we but, don't know how much. You get over, mm-hmm. But then you get over here and you've got someone someone's investigating. Exactly. That's exactly um, it, though, because I wonder if 
you know, having such a, you know, you're sitting literally on a mountain of cash and you come over here into, into, into Western culture and into, you know, into England or wherever. And, you know, hopefully you play by the rules, but you don't have to worry about the rules when you're sitting on trillions of bucks. In, you know, at it's, home, it's a, you know, it's a right? sketchy thing when Roman Abramovich <laughs> yeah, followed really. the rules, <laughs> and you didn't. <laughs> really, Speaking, it's a sketchy you want to talk place. About sketchy. But dude, if they expose as this, a Chelsea fan, I can make that joke. Yeah, really. But I'm telling you, man. Um, Ooh, this you know, is but, a biggie. You know, I, I would not be mad if they docked them down to the championship. Oh hell yeah, that's been dis- oh. that's been discussed. I think that would be the ultimate punishment. It would be the SMU. Right. Of the EPL, for right. those unaware, when SMU literally bought their entire team in college football. Really? You know, the death penalty, the, the death NCAA penalty. death penalty. The one time, the um, only time. Yeah. you got to have an example. They did it with Juve. Yep. What was it, 10, 15 Juventus. years ago? Yep. They got, with, yeah. the, with the with the betting and all, all of that scandal? Right. They and, said no more. Right. And I'm talking... So if they're, if they're serious about defending financial fair play in these smaller clubs... Yep. Someone's got to be the headliner. Somebody's going to have to do that. And, and the thing is, is it's probably, gonna, I don't want to say it's going to get worse before it gets better, but if they don't handle this with a real strong hand, it will get worse before it gets better. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think we can escape. We right, can escape with this. They're really becoming, there's a big separation. Like, you know, you talk about the leagues, like France and Germany have a wonderful league. Spain has a wonderful league. But there is this separation that's starting to happen now where EPL has really rocketed to the top and they just the amount of the transfer fees dude it's unbelievable the amount of money that's going into you know that these teams are paying and the amount of money that we're talking about is the kind of money that got barcelona in trouble that got you know uh uh teams a couple teams in italy in trouble which made them turn to and the point i want to make it it made these teams in spain and italy turn around and say you know what maybe we'll be franchises and maybe we'll have a super league so now you got Manchester City sort of sitting on the same, you know, you know the same uh, bomb. You know, why wouldn't they start to consider it? How do we keep right? This is what I'm saying. The money, when yeah. it gets out of control like that, it makes these teams think about the franchise model. And that's concerning. Big time. And speaking of mm-hmm. big teams, small teams, protecting small teams, yeah, man. you got the world's most famous small team in the world. That's a very oxymoronic thing to say. Uh, Wrexham. Yep. Uh, Joe, I know you wanted to discuss this, you know, making reality TV out of soccer. Right, right, right. Uh, give some background for the listeners who may have casually heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series centers on Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney mm-hmm. uh, and the pair's attempts to revive the third oldest professional association football team in the world. Yep. Founded in 1864. Wow, it's crazy. They, bought the, they bought the team from a fan-operated trust mm-hmm. that approved the takeover with a 98.6% vote. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, kind of watching them interact with the franchise. Right. So, Joe, it's it's take it away. It's a wonderful story. It makes wonderful television. And it's great. Fifth division team in England. Here come two American actors. And... Ahaha. I'm very sad to report this. What? Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, you're right. I'm very sad I to that. report that. I eat that. You know what? That's on me. I'm, I apologize. I'm very sad to report he is not of our ilk. I, 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 I have to accept that I failed there in, in recognizing the border between Canada and the United States. There are so many of those people I wish we could claim. Yeah, He's really. one of them. Yeah, really. But so, yeah, it's it's those guys, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, their mm-hmm. entertainment company is producing yep. um, the series, too. Yeah. 
and um, it's interesting. It's it's to me, it's wonderful television, and you're happy for the Wrexham fans. They got they, a matter of fact, they, they lost today in the cup that they were. I think they were competing yeah. for FK. Yeah. You know, so they lost today, so they're out of that. And apparently, their conduct during the match was less than professional, because sure. there's a couple of their players that are just like, "Yeah, we're glad they're out." You know, because I saw a couple of interviews. Anyway, dude, there's another side to this. If anybody doesn't know the story behind Mike Piazza, Mike Piazza was a Mets catcher for the New York. He was a catcher for the New York Mets. Invested in a second division or a third division team. In, yeah, third division team in Italy. I want to say Regania, Regania, Regania. I don't. I don't remember the name of the team off the top of my head. They were a third division Italian team, and he came over, dumped like six million, seven million bucks, and this was, I guess, about ten years ago. Okay. And oh, here comes Mike Piazza from America coming to Italy, and he's going to save this third division team. First of all, right off the bat, they had no idea of the tax implications. They had no idea about anything. They just, you know, came over. They dumped some, he dumped some cash on it. Like within a year, the team was completely bankrupt. Yeah. Okay. They didn't make it into, they didn't, they, they I want to say they didn't make it into Serie B. All right. I want to say that they didn't make it. I'm pretty sure that they did not. Somebody can fact check that. But they, they lost. And, 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 and that year, he, the team folded. This was an, this was another team. It was easily a hundred years old, easily a hundred years old. And the club folded in one year with an American coming over, throwing a ton of cash at it, and the thing blew up. Money doesn't fix this. <coughs> yeah. Money's not going to fix yeah. any of this. This is a great story, and it's wonderful. But do you see these two guys who make their careers acting, putting their soul into this for the next 10, 15 years? I don't see it. By the way, the side note, that was A.C. Reggiana. Reggiana. Okay, Reggiana. 1919. So they were from, the, uh, right, so it's 1990. So you're talking about a team that was yeah. about 100 years old, folded yeah. in one year when some guy, some American comes over and throws a bunch of cash at it. And it was it was a train wreck. You know, yeah. it, and, and it, now you're, you're assuming these two cats are a little more hip to what has to happen from a financial well, perspective. They, and not just that, they seem a bit more genuine. Granted, yes. you wonder how much of it is for the cameras. Right, right, right. But they seem a bit more genuine about it. Agreed. And um, I, mm -hmm. You know, uh, Rob McElhenney even even said, you know, what inspired him to get involved in this mm -hmm. was Sunderland Till I Die. Right, 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 right. Watching right. that series. Mm -hmm. um, he said, where was this? Um, yeah. He, you know, the, series, mm -hmm. the series is said to be inspired by Sunderland, which prompted McElhone to be interested in buying an association football club. Right. You know, I want to believe that they are genuine. And their recent reactions Me too. that matches, Me too. you know, prove that. Right. But how soon until people are buying teams just to try to get a TV deal. Exactly. Or just to stay relevant. Joey, that's the whole problem um, with this because you're going to get some cats that are not as interested, maybe. Let's assume that they're both super invested in this for the long haul. Let's assume that. Yeah. You're going to get people that are going to be like, oh, they can get it and they made some money on TV. I want to yeah. do it too. I'm going to buy a fifth division England team. And I'm going to guarantee you, Joey, for, for whatever, if there's four of them, one of them is going to fold. Yeah. Somebody's going to screw that up. Well, and it just—I don't know, man. It, it, my that's just the other be, side of it. That's just the other side of this. My test is going to be what's going to happen when the TV cameras go away. Exactly with these two, because they're not going to have a season every season. No, and you know, thing, you know I, um, I want Deadpool three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, you can film it. You can film it in and and oh, United dude, Kingdom. There you, dude, there you go. There you go. You can film um, the story. Could center around one of the teams. Yeah, like them executing. Oh, come on, come on, hey, Joey, come on. This is a movie. How about Deadpool like executing Jurgen Klopp? <laughs> He's kind of doing it to himself right now. 
I don't want to piss off Scouse House. <laughs> Sorry, I sit Mike. With him. So I'm going to say no. Because I'm sitting there saying that. Now Mike is going to be like, yeah, the way things are going right now. And we're talking, of course, in fun, folks. This is a movie. We're talking about a fun movie with Deadpool. We would well, never and wanna... My other problem with shows like this are mm-hmm. just the casual fan who, you know, just buys some of their gear and yes. very plasticky. I hate right. that term. Right. I hate right. that term so much. Exactly. This... Because in today's world, with the way soccer can be spread. Mm-hmm. through multiple mediums. I can watch a game in Germany when I want to. Right, right, it's right. easier to become a fan of somewhere where you're not. Right, right, right. That, you know, but point. if you're just doing this because Ryan Reynolds is involved, right. and that's just, then yes, that's you are a plastic fan. Right. And there's a concern yes, to are. it. Right, right. And that's the concern that I have. And I think it's a legitimate concern. At the same time, I hope they're there for five, six, seven years, and I hope the team climbs. I mean, it looks like they're, already, they're definitely uh, going to make fourth division. So that's good. But now the amount of effort you got to make to get into fourth division... So now what? You're gonna you're gonna try and get yeah. into third. How much money? Do you, that's gonna take a yeah. ton of cash. It's gonna take well, a you're invest, I, I investing watched, in infrastructure. I've not watched the series, but I just wonder how much of the day to day they're involved in. Right. Right. Um. You know. Right. Are, are they are they helping make decisions or are they the hands off? Right. They money. realize we don't know what we're doing. Right. Money can fix um, this. Money can. I would love money. to see the the security camera view. Right. 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 So you know, not the TV camera view. So we'll see what um, happens, man. I, you know, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there because, like I said, I, I want to see him succeed. It's just there's another side to this. When you start just throwing money at shit and, you know, making everybody smiling on television and then the, the cameras go off, like you said, man. There's yeah. another side to it. Anyway, there you go. So uh, last note I wanted to bring up yeah, uh, is our Center for Podcast Trivia Night. Yes, sir. You know, get your teams in. Yeah, I've man. had one individual and one table sign up. Yeah, man. Yep, I have yep, had yep. every group tell me they're going to disseminate the information and yep. emails and such. Mm-hmm. No. Everyone last season was so gung-ho right. about do this, do that. Yep. Here is your opportunity to give back. Let's get going. I'm on it, man. It's time to start getting stuff together because if we do not get a push going soon, right. I'm going to have to tell Saints I'm not going to take up your space. Right, 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 right. So, you know. So I don't want to be that guy. Right. No, but, you know, everyone was so gung-ho on let's help the players, let's protect the players. I agree, Joey. Half the money is going directly to the players. Right. Right. So well, get your teams in. Get your teams in. Let's get going here. We'll uh, we'll push it and uh, we'll get some, uh, you know, definitely going to speak up on it for the, you know, the next couple of weeks and get, get that get that uh, uh, enrollment list up. I'm, I'm 100% yeah. with you, bro. Yeah. And that is if I even survive whatever <laughs> sinus nasal, calamity this nasal is this getting. time. I, I once I went to a, a, a immediate care center we have through my through my Louisville Metro government job. We have mm-hmm. it through Concentra, and one of the guys goes, "I was a fighter pilot okay. in the military, mm-hmm. and I've seen guys yelling on the floor in pain with the amount of inflation you ha- and inflammation you have in your sinuses." Right, right, right. And I was looking at him. I go, "It's Wednesday. This is a Wednesday <laughs> to me. Yeah, right. I'm a sinus navy navy seal." <laughs> sinus navy seal. <laughs> you know, my auntie doctor growing up told me to move to Phoenix because it was drier. Yeah. And I Dude. went, are, are, are you paying? I can't. Yeah, right, right. right. I pale. I also pale. Very pale. <laughs> I, Sunshine. When I moved out here in 99, that was the, the that first month was just hell. I don't know. what the, 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 the allergies out here and stuff are just brutal. I don't know. Man. It's the valley effect. Yeah, valley man. effect, my friend. Well, brother. So, um, well, we'll good. see you all in another couple of weeks. Get, get those tables in. You can reach out yeah, to man. me. You don't got to pay me up front. No. But we just need to get people signed up. Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a push to make that happen. And, uh, Jerry, I want to thank you again for being part of the show. Yes, sir. I'm now going to go disappear for about five to six days and <laughs> just be filled with Flonase and vapes, vapes, Excellent. vapor yeah, rub. That, that's, that's the vision I wanted in my head. 
tonight. Joe, has anyone ever told you you're a sick puppy? I know, brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, man. Even Joe, though I'm the one oh, that's physically sick, you've got the mentally. I do. I'm, I'm not well. Anyway, Joey Cecil, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again. Man, I love having him on here. Anyway, speaking of Joey Cecil, hey, we've got something we want to talk about real quick. We announced it last week. So please, we got a fundraiser coming up. We could use your help. March 1st, the Center Forward Podcast. Joey's heading this up. I can't be there, so I'm going to be in New Jersey with my mom. But Joey's heading this up. We're going to be at Saints on March 1st, 7 p.m. We're going to be doing a soccer trivia night. Now, $20 per person or a team of six for $100. I know there's, you know, some questions, there have been some questions. Well, it's just trivia, you know, soccer trivia. Look, it's not going to be, you know, genius level stuff. You know, most of it's going to be centered around Louisville City and racing Louisville. Probably some national team stuff too, right? And it's going to be a lot of fun. And the whole idea is to get some folks together before the season starts, have some laughs, uh, because it's going to be coming up real soon, especially after that event. I mean, the first game at home is at, is at the end of the month. And, you know, we talked about it on the show. We want to help move forward with things, right? And this is a good way, I think, to do that. Maybe we can build on this in the future as well. Everyone's welcome. I know Joey has talked to all the supporter groups. You know, they called them out generally, which is awesome. So please, if you're in a supporter group, one of them, please get a team together. And if you're not, that's okay. And we'll help you out. Uh, we, we posted online. Uh, you can reach out to Joey directly or me directly on Facebook, the Center Forward Podcast uh, Twitter account. Please, let's have some fun together. Really looking forward to seeing a lot of folks there. Hopefully you'll do that with us. Anyway, we're going to move on here. Make the music go away. And the long-anticipated return to our good friend, Lance McGarvey. Okay, folks, our next guest on the Center Forward Podcast is somebody that we have been waiting to hear from for quite a long time. Uh, Lance McGarvey, my friend, how are you, sir? Joe, I'm doing really well. Thank <laughs> you. How about you? Man, I'm doing all right, man. I'm just very happy to hear from you. And uh, I think a lot of people are going to be very happy to hear your voice as well. So how's it going, man? It's going really well, man. I feel great. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would tell you that I feel 100%. Right. Um, you know, I had obviously had uh, some issues to deal with. Uh, over the last several months, but mm-hmm. things are are very good, Joe. I mean, excellent. The prognosis is excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm doing really, really well. I really appreciate it. And I'm and the people that have sent so many messages mm-hmm. over the last several months, or calls, or just ask me how I'm doing. It means the world. Uh, all the prayers, all the thoughts, all the good vibes. It just mm-hmm. meant everything going through that process because it was a little bit scary. But I bet. Man, it just meant meant so much to me to know that that people care that much. Yeah, it was man, really well, cool. dude, you are a, a central part of this whole thing. I mean, it, and, and I know you don't like to hear that. I know how humble you are with that, but you are. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I, I've had a lot of fun with it with everybody else, and and uh, and I'm just very blessed to have been a part of it. Uh, very fortunate, and and looking forward to to many more years. Right. So I guess just for you know, because a lot of questions were asked. I mean, if you if you could take us through exactly you know what 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 um exactly you had and what they've done since then to 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 deal with whatever you were dealing with yeah man i had I found a knot on my head uh just you know uh, maybe a year ago or so uh, mm-hmm. as i'm washing my hair and 
Uh, it didn't go away. I thought it was a cyst. Ultimately, wound up having a CAT scan. Right. And it turned out that it was uh, a malignancy. It was a bone cancer in my skull, uh, not in my brain. Thank right. goodness. Right. right. Uh, and it, it was called a, a solitary plasma cytoma. Okay. And uh, essentially, most people that have plasma cytomas also have uh, myeloma, which is a blood cancer. And I don't have that. Uh, their bone marrow biopsy uh, proved that to be negative. Um, I had a full body PET scan. Oh, I had many scans, believe me. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of tests, but uh, ultimately found out that was the only place of concern. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is, mm -hmm. um, and I did have a biopsy on that. That's when I had to miss the playoff game. Uh, and I was out of commission right. for, for several days. Right. Uh, that was to prevent infection. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the big scare at that time. Uh, and unfortunately, I was able to keep that from getting infected. So uh, I've healed up, you know, nicely. There's a nice little scar on the back of my head. <laughs> Looked like a kind of a, a, a motorcycle gang, you know, well, gang banger kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a pretty cool little. Uh, maybe get a little street cred. Yeah, man. Right, right. They they like the scars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the radio. Hey, the radiology uh, went very well. This kind of cancer is treated extremely effectively by right. uh, radiation i didn't have to have any chemotherapy okay uh and essentially uh it's all gone and i'm uh recovering you know just from the only real symptom i have now is just i have a crazy bald area on the back of my head and the side of my head mm. uh and so i uh you people if go people go to uofl games they'll see it because i don't wear a hat on the press table right uh, but but you know i've just grown accustomed to it and hopefully the hair will grow back if not i'll have to come up with another really cool hairstyle we'll have to well, see how that goes well it's happening to me too but it's just aging <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting old yeah. And the hair just goes away. And it sounds like, I guess, like I think we were talking about um, a lot of people reaching out and such. Um, glad that that was going on as well. Yeah, I mean, it meant, it meant the world. And, and when you're going through something like that, and, right. and I have to say, one of the things that, that come out of it, and of course, I'm, I learned a lot. Um, but one of the things that I, I learned about myself is that um, I wasn't, even though both my my parents uh well my father passed away 20 years ago from cancer yeah, uh, my mom's a breast cancer survivor of mm -hmm. 20 years mm -hmm. and so even though they had gone through it uh and i've had friends etc but i i never you, you really don't understand the the i never could understand the angst uh, of in between the tests, in between the procedures. Yeah, man. And so the, i've had a, a whole new profound level of empathy and compassion yep. for people that are going through it, mm -hmm. especially when you're taking care of someone that's going through it. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, bless my wife, man. I mean, she really stood by my side and mm -hmm. saw me all the way through was, you know, and it, it's a scary thing to go. So go through. So if, if someone's alone or a child or whatever, it's just so brutal on people's lives when right. you, you come face to face with your mortality in that kind of way. Yeah, man. Uh, and I never really knew what that was like. And I guess you can't know until you go through you it. Go through it. That's absolutely correct, man. And I, I think you said you touched on something that's really important. It <clears throat> when you go through some of these things, it really makes you value what you have, uh, you know, with a greater depth. And I, I mean, I, I, that's one of the things I always try and do with people is like, you know, stop focusing on bad things. I mean, there's people out there that just 
God bless them. It just seems like they can't stop talking about bad things. Everything's focused, negative, 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 negative. And that's, I don't know, man. That's not a way to go through life, bro. I don't think. I, 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 don't I see, look, I see a lot of that out on social media. Mm-hmm. I try to pare it down as much as I can. Yep. Uh, that that the the toxic nature yeah. of of people on social media often not not everyone there right, are a lot right. of positive people on social media right. but when you you see that it, it, I used to just kind of like I don't know kind of get miffed or angry or frustrated with them now I just kind of feel sorry for them because <laughs> because when when you after going through this the last several months frankly right. it, it doesn't put me on a pedestal or anything like that but. Right. What it made me do is appreciate, like you said, the really fine, good things in life, exactly. the love in my life, the friends that I have, absolutely, the, the very good fortunes that I have. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize to, to start embracing every day because, you know, we're not guaranteed next week, next, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so you really have to embrace each day. And I think I've been more, frankly, more enthusiastic about uh, about doing the UVL basketball games, yeah, for example, sure, and then the upcoming soccer season, mm-hmm. more maybe than I've ever been before. Awesome! Man. I started because I kind of caught myself at the end of last year um, taking things for granted relative yeah, to, to being in the booth and sure. some of the people I got a little easily frustrated with. Mm-hmm. Man, all that's gone, dude. Good. I mean, those people <laughs> stood by me so much. The 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 the, the coworkers I have in right. the press box and. Mm-hmm and the team and the fans it, yeah. it's just like I, I appreciate it so much more joe and i know i'm bad babbling on but no 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 please it's it's it just really I'm glad, is. You're, I'm glad you're here to babble <laughs> yeah pe- people just need it people just need to let it go let the bad stuff go yeah. and and focus on doing really positive things in their lives and and, and if, if it's something negative that you don't like then go away and, and, and leave it alone, leave it alone. Don't, don't don't fixate on these things i and I'm not talking about anything in specific. Sure, I'm just saying sure. this it's just not worth it, man. No, it's man. not worth it. You're not going to have – you've only got so many days on this planet, and I know people want to do good things and make a difference. Right. But, man, focusing on toxicity is not the way to go. Nope, 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 absolutely not, and it impacts everything. And that's why I always try to tell people that. And speaking of experiences, um, uh, you're doing those U of L games. i got to ask you about that before we do the soccer thing. Um <laughs> It, it's rough this year, right? And and what's it like? I mean, just in general, it, you know, we're, we're so used to success and, and you, you, you know, being the PA guy, you know, it's a little bit of a different vibe in this, in the arena now, or, you know, just whatever, just in general, you know, how that's, how that whole thing's going down. Well, it certainly is disappointing um, for, for certainly for Kenny Payne. I, I mean, yeah. I've had the opportunity to meet him several times and he's just really wonderful. He seems like a, real a nice lot guy. of the coaching staff yeah. I've, I've met them all. And I love the people at, at UofL have been so good to me and are becoming such great friends at, that I want it really badly for them. But Joe, I'm a UofL graduate. Yeah, I, I've been a UofL Cardinal fan since I was, you know, in my mid teens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I gotta tell you, it hurts as a fan to see it just from the standpoint of the other fans. I, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm like, I know how frustrating it is. I know the investment that this community puts into that program. Right. And for it not delivering, you know, strong results and having the kind of results that we've had, it, it is frustrating. It's tough. But I do think, I do hope that things, I, I believe things will change. I do believe things will, will turn around under right. Kenny Payne. Mm-hmm. I have all the faith in the world in him. Uh, and this program, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to change fast. I, I mean, it has to, and he knows that. Right. 
And I, but I want it more importantly, just for the fans. They've been through so much, Yeah. but it's amazing. Like we had, I don't know how many people really came to the turnstiles, maybe 10, 11,000. I don't know the other day, right? Right. but the crowd was so enthusiastic awesome. in supporting the team. Right. And we're talking about a three win team at this point right, in the season right, right, and the right, fans right. are still there. That mm-hmm. that's what just blows my mind is the dedication and the passion yeah, and man. the positivity in that fan base that that was there on Saturday, for example, it was it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And people have asked me, like, how do you stay upbeat? How do you stay positive when the team is having their struggles like this? Right, right. And I truly look at it like this. I I know that there are people that come to the Young Center to a U of L basketball game, and it's their very first time to ever be in the Young Center right. or to see a Louisville game. A great it might be a little kid. It might be someone who's wanted to do it all their lives. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But they deserve to have all the enthusiasm, and they deserve to have the whole entire show the same as anybody Absolutely. else that's been there a thousand times. Mm. So, and the players deserve it, man. Right, they right, deserve right. that support. So I bring all the enthusiasm I can. Plus, my God, it's the U of L basketball gig. Right, I right. Mean, it's pretty amazing, man. Look, Joe, two guys, John Tong and Sean Moth, covered about sixty years. Right, 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 right. Between the two of them. Mm-hmm. To have the opportunity to be the next person in line after all of that, can you imagine? Yeah, so I will never take that for granted, never mm-hmm. take Louisville City for granted. Right, I right, just right. feel very blessed to be a part of both of them. And, you know, I had Mike Watts on here a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about – now, he does the PA thing at at the at Madison Square Garden for the Knicks yeah. about 10 games for, a year or so, roughly. Yeah, and, he does. I think he does St. John's, too. Right, uh, right. As well. Yeah, yeah. Mike's good, too. Oh, he's amazing. And the thing is, is that – as a kid growing up out there, and I remember going to the arena for like to go see the Knicks in 1975. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, awesome. so yeah. I'm, and it's glad to hear that you're really, you know, you're really embracing your role because it's a, it's it, it really. I mean, you're talking about being the next in a chain that only has three links. You being the third, all these yeah. years. And the other thing too is that it's a little humbling if you're a fan like I am because. We've we've gotten so spoiled with this Louisville City thing, where you know it's conference championships eight years in a row, and someday people are going to look back at that and realize how unbelievably impossible that is, and and to to you know okay so the, you know they stubbed their toe this year. We're so used to success here, maybe it'll toughen the fan base up a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> listen, let me tell you, I, the fan base is extremely spoiled, myself included. Mm-hmm. And the expectation is we're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. We're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. We really want to get that third star. Right, absolutely. And like anything less than that is a disappointment. Mm-hmm. But when you look around the league and you look around at, at these other teams, you know, and you go, my gosh, man, these teams have struggled or they haven't even been in the playoffs right. or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to kick back and say, this is really, this is, we've had the golden years right out of the gate. Yep. You know, we've gotten far enough along in our history where we where people look back and say, I, I think the experiences in Slugger Field were were more fun than they are in in the young, uh, in the uh, in Lynn Family Stadium. Absolutely, it's a whole. And while different. that may be may be true from a nostalgia standpoint, <clears throat> right? Come on, man. Yep. I mean, the sight lines were not nearly as good. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was just. But you made it fun because it was new and fresh and exciting right. and. And it was, you know, kind of our party that we had together. Right. And, you know, I, I equate that to, I've told people this before. When I was playing a rock, a rock band, I had my own rock band back in the day. And it was ratty and, 
you know, we drove around in this nasty green van to gigs and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, and we would get to gigs and, you know, you know, who get a flat tire and you're stuck, whatever. But the thing is, is that you remember those times as, cr as, as, as raw as they were, you remember them with a lot of fondness. Now that's kind of how I look back at slugger because those first couple of years, it felt like that's what it literally felt like. It felt like we were just trying to get the bus down the road. You know, yeah. as as opposed to what it is now, it's a beautiful facility, a lot of success, and but I have a lot of fond memories from Slugger too. I mean, obviously, I'll, this venue's it's it, there's no comparison. Everybody knows that, but still, there's something about remembering your roots. <laughs> yeah, and that makes you help. I think it helps you appreciate what we've got a little bit more. I hope that it does. I mean, because you know, playing on that turf on that field oh, was not gosh, fun. No. The sight lines were terrible. Yep. The sound didn't carry that. It just didn't have that resonance yep. that the, that the crowd has now, mm -hmm. and people forget that. And you know, I'm look. I would never want to go back because right. my sight was my view terrible, was horrible. There, <laughs> you and had now, the you, you know, literally had like the worst seat in the house. <laughs> I'm probably yeah, I probably did back in those days. Now I got have probably the Perfect. best. Yeah, really. And it's it, but it's um it, look, it it was wonderful time there. And the people were so fun, and the costumes and all the all of that was it was just so new and fresh. And the success that we had right out of the gate certainly no. didn't hurt. No, not at all. Um, but man, yeah, there there always was a price to pay when people, um, you know, talked about having a soccer specific stadium. They yep. wanted to get things going. Yep. There was there was always this price to pay. It's it's not cheap. It doesn't come free. And and unfortunately, I know that that's higher cost uh, of concessions yeah man. believe me if i was down there buying a, a 14 dollar margarita or a beer i'd be pissed off too yeah man but it's just kind of part of the deal when it, it comes along with with having that success and having that kind of stadium yeah and it's not just us and that's the thing it's, it's not like we're the only stadium where there has seen a tremendous spike over the last few years in vendor uh, costs yep. it's everywhere and in fact yeah. you get to a stadium you know you go to stadiums in in division one or something similar in the nfl uh this is what you're paying for and you're, you're probably paying more than we're paying for whatever we're doing and, and and as a consumer of course i get a little frustrated i'm frustrated with a lot of things as a consumer uh going on around here but i i you know I, I if i'm at a match at louisville city and i'm paying for that much money for a beer if i'm going to any other sporting event similar to that or or of a higher division i'm paying that or more so it's consistent I yeah sure fair enough and i i think so and i and look, I mean, nobody's forcing you to have a beer. No, no, Hear there that? is no rule that says you have to drink a minimum of four beers mm -hmm. during this game. Right. And, and hey, that's a choice. Absolutely. People, that is absolutely know, correct. And, and the, the people that are in charge of the vending, I don't know how, I really don't know how all of it works right, right. relative to what, you know, Louisville City or racing is, is bringing in as a percentage. I don't have any clue how all right. that works. Right. But I would say that, you know, again, they all, whoever's, whoever they are, whoever's putting those prices out there, yep. it's, it's done based on a business decision, knowing some people aren't going to pay it and some people will, and yep. they have to go with what they can go with. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's just, <laughs> it is a business I don't know if people, some people wish that it wasn't, wasn't that it was just some sort of magical world where everything mm -hmm. is just a cornucopia of money flowing in. Right. But no, people have to make money. It's a franchise. I mean, that, that's that's it. You can't. It, it there's there's the there's this whimsical view of it. This 
this uh, way of looking at it like the club and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and I get that. I get that from an emotional perspective. But this is a franchise. And every professional sports team in the United States is there to make money. Sorry, that's just the way it is. You can't, you, if they don't make money, they're not there anymore. You know? Well, I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's what makes the world go round. I mean, I don't, people aren't going to, you know, invest millions of dollars just for the right fun for of it. Right, I mean, exactly. It's, it's got to have a return of some kind. Absolutely. So we could go way deep into that. Sure, but sure, it, sure. It, there's a balance, right? Yep. And I understand sometimes yep. it can feel excessive. And, yep. Um, but I think they've done a really good job keeping their ticket prices down. And, yep. you know, people, you know, and there are some people in that fan base. And I know I don't think you're one of them. I think I've heard you say that you would not want to really go to Major League Soccer. But if they went to Major League Soccer, Ooh. man, it would be on a whole nother level exactly. as far as like uh, as far as how expensive things would be to be there. I mean, it would, so it would be insane. It's so true. I mean, I don't know if you've kept up uh, recently with uh, some of the transactions or anything like that. If you have an overview of what you're expecting, what do you think? Uh, as far as the team coming up this year? Yes, as far as Lou City's concerned. I've kept a very uh, distant eye on it, to mm. be very sure. honest about it. Sure. Without having Soccer City anymore, I don't mm. really dive that deep into the roster. Right. right. Certainly not preseason. Mm-hmm. I will as, as we get real close. Right. Right. But I, you know, I think I know that a, a lot of the core has come back. Yes. Uh, and I know Corbin Bone certainly retired, and that'll be tough mm-hmm. to to fill that position. Yep. He was excellent for Little City for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I do see us. I think some of the acquisitions they've made, and I've heard. Uh, and had conversation with people internally there are very excited yeah, about. Yeah. And I think that the expectations this season are, are to be as strong as uh, any we've ever had. I so agree. I don't think that we're we're going to be seeing any kind of drop-off whatsoever, not at this point. I, I would be shocked if we're not right there in the top two or three in the mm-hmm. conference. Right, right. I'd be utterly shocked. I think their whole mission is to go out and win this thing. Yep, and I think that uh... – there's a couple of guys. I really can't wait to see how they perform. Jorge Gonzalez is one of them. I mean, I would really. He scored this great goal in Nashville a couple of days ago, and I think uh, I, I I know a couple of people aren't crazy about this, but I think Ian Solar Soler, both of those guys are Spaniards, so I'm I'm pulling for them. <laughs> and yeah, I, I you know yeah. and uh, I think he's going to play a bigger role in the team this year. And I don't see any reason why they can't contend again. I don't see any reason. I mean, there's some tough. The conference has gotten better. I don't know if you've. If, if you've kept up a little bit, but there's a couple teams that have made some big moves. Indianapolis. I heard Indianapolis yeah, had. They're making I'm, some I'm, moves. Um, I think, uh, you know, we're going to have to, you know, Memphis, I don't know about if they're going to be at the same level. Tampa Bay is going to be Tampa Bay. Uh, Hartford is going to be much better this year than they were last year with with uh, Tab Ramos down there coaching. It's going to be the quality of this league on both sides. And plus we're playing all the teams in the West. So it's going to be a lot more of a real experience that I think people have had following, say, the NFL, where you you know you play all the teams on your side and some of the teams on the other. I think that's really going to be, or maybe even baseball would be a better example. I, I really think it's going to be much more of an experience like that this year. Well, I'm I'm thrilled personally to hear that. I think the way that the schedule works, if I remember reading it correctly, mm-hmm. that we play every team in the Eastern Conference twice, yep. obviously home and home. Yep. And then we play at every Western Conference team once. That's correct. And it may be at their place. It may be at our place. But right. but so the, I find that to be phenomenal because mm-hmm. 
in the past when we've awarded uh you know uh, individual awards and we've awarded you're, you're filling out a whole roster of 11 first team positions out of 34 mm -hmm. uh east coast versus west coast you know all of them combined and half the teams never played half the other exactly. team and you're giving home field advantage right. and, and and the regular season trophy to mm -hmm. the team that has the most points when again half the teams never played the other half the teams exactly. i always thought it was just bogus and was just yeah. really didn't amount to much right but now it's a different story oh, yeah. now you get the chance to prove that you're the best team in the league right uh, and and there really are no excuses if you don't win mm -hmm. if you don't have the highest point total you're not the best team in the league. I agree, and I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I think it's going to be a lot of fun seeing teams that we haven't seen before. A little bummed that Vegas is coming here because I was kind of looking forward to going there, but they're coming here. Um, I'm actually going to Las Vegas really? next month. Really? Yeah. What's going My on? My son Tate. Okay. Is getting married in Las Vegas. Oh man, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah we're gonna all go out there for a few days and that's have phenomenal. a little bit of a vacation of it. And he, uh, you know, a lot of people in the Louisville City fan base might remember Tate. Okay, uh, he wrote quite a bit of content uh, during one season mm -hmm. several years ago. He was an intern for Louisville City for three years, and, okay. and a couple of years wrote some content. Uh, for them, and he was really good, but he found an opportunity to, to make a lot more money yeah, in man. the other world than, than in the sport world. I hear you. He got a clue real fast on on where that was headed. Hear that? And, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, anyway, uh, is there anything else uh, you want to talk about that I haven't touched on yet, or anything you want to get into a little bit? I'm just excited for the season to start. I mean, our home first home game is is March 25th. Yeah, man. And uh, and I'm, I, I got to tell you, I don't think I've ever been more excited for a season to start, even including the first, because mm -hmm. it, it, you know, um, for personal reasons, of right. course, that we've talked about of already. Course. But right. but I really feel like that this team is 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 poised to be the front runner. And mm -hmm. I know Indy's going to be tough this yep. year. And, yep. of course, Tampa, like you said, always is. Uh, I'm glad. To be honest with you, I'm glad to hear Indianapolis is going to be better and stronger. Absolutely. It's better for the conference. It's more fun to have that rivalry. Mm -hmm. um, and I like those intense games, and especially when we beat them and steal right. their heart right out of their chest. <laughs> they, hey, they took a dive for a couple of years they after. sure did. Hoping they made that goal. I mean, yep, dude, yep. That, that ripped their hearts right out of their chest. Yes, man. it did. And it's been, it's been fun this – not just watching them and watching Hartford – and watching Charleston retool and getting some quality players, teams out west too. Are, there's a lot going on in this league, and the future for this league in the next three to five years, because of some of the things we've talked about on the show, is is the this this alternate path that more and more players are taking, and that's just going to explode. Where players are not going to be bogged down in MLS uh, uh, academies, they're going to want to shine a little bit more on their own. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, they see that ultimate alternate path where they can get a spotlight on them, where they can be showcased a little bit more as opposed to hopefully winder, getting man. a few minutes in Houston. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at the winders. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's Absolutely. Uh, all of it. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, there is a true path to the pros or, or yeah, and beyond right to your this academy and through mm -hmm. and through Louisville City. It's it's really really neat to see. Yeah. It's coming to fruition. Yeah, People man. need to embrace it, have fun with it, mm -hmm. go out and have a good time. I mean, this is this is the this is the next ten years yeah. are going to be incredible here in the mm -hmm. soccer scene, I, and I can't wait to see, including racing. We didn't even talk about them. Right, we haven't they made about a lot of acquisitions. Oh, racing oh is on gosh. their way to to having a much better season this year. 
I cannot wait to go out and have a couple of cold beers and, and cheer them on. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've gone from curious because of some of the changes. We talk a lot about their team, obviously, here, and, and they've made some acquisitions, and, and it's you know they've trickled in, and all of a sudden, with with this with this last acquisition of the player from Brazil that was playing in Brazil, this really has it's beyond curious now. There's this really could be an exciting roster, and mm-hmm. it's something that they desperately need after the last couple of years. Uh, they could really use an infusion of of new energy and new excitement, and yeah, totally looking forward to that as well, man. Totally. Well, I think we can look forward to at least being in the running to make the playoffs. That's where I think we need to yes. set our sights this season. Yes. And frankly. I, I'm, you know what? I think we're going to sneak in the playoffs this year. I, and I don't know about how deep a run we'll be able to make or whatever, but this team, it's time to take that next step and not just be happy to be in the league. It's time to go, you know, kind of put the rubber to the pavement and make, make some progress. You know what I mean? Right, right. Bjork Grin, has, this is his team now. I yeah, mean, you know, I th- this is his team. So we're going to find out with the acquisitions they've made that, you know, what he's capable of. This will be his team. Yeah, I hate to see Emily Fox go. Y'all probably already talked yeah. about that yeah, last yeah. week. It, yeah. it, it, it hurts, but you know what? They did a they did what was right for this team. They picked up two solid right defenders. Her. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great year. Right. We talked about uh, the, the problem. We've all talked about following this team is defensively they've struggled. Well, yeah. they had to give up a, a big name, but they got. There's. I think they're more solid defensively now. And, I think you're right. You know, you, they, you need that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you may have. All right, so you lose a, a potential superstar. Well, you know, it's it's 2023. Maybe 2024 we'll get another one. I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you've got to make yeah. choices in the now to make the entire product better. And, and, and getting wrapped up in a superstar or whatever, I mean, yeah, you don't want to see them lose but or lose that that type of player. But I think I really do. I really think um, there's this is going to be a really interesting season for the team, and I'm looking forward to it. You said it, better product. People are going to come out and see winners. Yeah, man. I don't know that people come out to see just a single solitary superstar. People yeah, want man. to see winning teams, Absolutely. and that's that's how superstars are created, really, right there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll get there. It's on its way. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of happy and excited to not be in the booth for the racing games this year. It's hard to let it go. I know, Joe, man. I needed some personal time, sure, as man. you can imagine. But Absolutely. I will be at, at Lynn Family Stadium a lot this year, mm-hmm. cheering on racing Louisville. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Well, let me tell you something, pal. It's great to hear your voice. Um, you are a wonderful guy. Uh, hopefully we get a chance to do karaoke again real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, man. It's great to hear your voice too, Joe. All You're right, awesome, man. dude. Keep doing it, man. All right, brother. Lance Regard, right, everybody. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. That is episode number 59. Trucking right along here. I want to say thank you once again to Joey Cecil for his invaluable contribution. And it was so nice to hear from Lance McGarvey. Uh, we'll get him back on here someday soon, too. And uh, I want to thank you, uh, as always, for listening. Appreciate the compliments and comments. Any thoughts that you have, please send them along. And we'll uh, continue to try to make this a little better. One of the reasons we're having some folks on now is because people asked for it. They were interested in hearing from this person or that person or the other person. I hope you've enjoyed these the last couple of weeks. We'll line a couple up uh, pretty soon uh, as well of other folks that I think you'd like to hear from. Uh, as always, we're on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Yeah, man. Anyway, here comes the uh, Mr. Rogers moment.
Man, I tell you, another sad weekend. Um, it just seems to be happening every month now. Although it's 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 a little uh, it's a little hard to be super sad about this. Uh, the patriarch of my family, his name was Peter Stupiella, uh, passed away at an amazing age of one hundred, and just a wonderful guy, man. I mean, tremendous, tremendous jazz guitar player back in the day, and I got my first guitar from him. And, um, you know, he was just a good man who lived an absolutely full, full, rich life. <clears throat> and I know, you know, he's with my Aunt Kitty right now. He absolutely adored her, too. It's just one of the most beautiful marriages you'd ever want to see. And it's been some time since I spent time with the family, which is one of the reasons I'm going back to New Jersey this week, or in, uh, in a couple of weeks and spend some time back there. So we're going to be taking, a, we're going to be doing the show next, in the next two weeks, but after that, a little bit of a break. Um, but man, I hope that you're taking time to reach out to the loved ones because it's just, the time is so precious and, and, uh, you don't get it back and you just don't get it back. It's one of the reasons we're talking about this fundraiser so much, obviously to raise some money, but it's about. You know, we're not going to relitigate any of that. It's about moving forward and finding ways to, you know, reconnect the community in some way, the entire supporter community, independent or whatever, um, or, you know, one of many ways to do it. We're not the only way, obviously. Man, how about this? How about we let bygones be bygones? Do you think you can do that? Is there one person out there who may have slugged it out on social media over some stupid politician that doesn't care whether you're alive or dead or some social issue where they may care just as much as you do just in a different manner i don't know but do we get to that point i hope so grudges are dumb they're just so stupid i don't know anyway gonna miss my uncle pete you know god bless his soul and God bless you. I love you. I truly do. I can't wait to see you guys uh, in a month or so. And let's move forward. You know? It's the only way to go. <laughs> can't go backwards. <laughs> oh, gosh. Joseph Valla, host of the Center Forward Podcast. I truly love you guys. And uh, looking forward to hear, uh, looking forward to doing this again next week. We'll see if we can ramp up another guest. Man, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourself.